Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Deadline's new Hollywood podcast. I am your co-host Amanda Duca, and I'm sitting right next to... I'm sitting next to Amanda Duca, and my name is Dino Ray Ramos. Thank you guys for tuning in. And you know what? Let's just say Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah. Happy Turkey Day. Happy Turkey Day. Um, so for this for this episode, it's actually very important, very, uh, very appropriate for Thanksgiving because we have the director of Cree 2, yeah. Stephen Capel Jr. Um, Cree 2 is actually out. Today. Today. Yeah. But yeah, he. This is his first big studio yeah. feature. He had he directed he had a Sundance, Sundance, yeah, Sundance yeah. film. He actually went to. Well, he didn't go to. Well, he, he didn't go to school with uh, Ryan Coogler, but they were. I mean, they weren't in the same class, but yeah. they went to. They went to the same school, but the not same, in the same. Yeah, year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so it's kind of cool that he kind of took the reins over from from his his, yeah. alum, his fellow alum, uh, USC yeah. uh, film school alum. I mean, he was practically almost handpicked by Ryan, Michael B. Jordan, and and, and Sylvester Stallone to, yeah. to direct. Creed too like they were just like oh they loved what he did and they're like oh hey you want to direct this yeah. this huge franchise and I'm really movie? loving this whole because that's kind of the same thing that happened with Brian like they you know they saw him in yes. the station I mean I don't so I he's kind of paying you know, it forward so yeah. it's like I kind of like seeing all these like you know directors are directing indies and like starting on these small films and they're getting these big studio features and and getting a, a, a shot to kind of show what they can do I mean mm. I'm I'm, I'm uh, traditionally takes you know yeah you can't going from one indie to a a big studio film is not really something that happens to you. Yeah. So it's great that you know now studios are taking a chance on these newer directors. Yeah. Because I mean we wouldn't have Ryan Coogler. Yeah, you know? we wouldn't have Ryan Coogler if if like someone didn't see Fruitvale Station was yeah. all this guy is talented. Yeah. And exactly. gave him Black Panther or gave him Creed. Creed gave him Creed. And then yeah. gave him Black Panther. Yeah. 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 So it's just and Stephen was just awesome. Yeah. I mean. We we had a grand old conversation. He's a he's a Cleveland native, yeah. so we talked a lot about that. And we talked about his early works that, and we're all, there's one particular. Time, we won't tell you what it is. He, he we talked. He talked about his very first screenplay, and we were urging him to make it. Uh, but yeah, he he's he was a he was just chill to talk to, and we're really excited for y'all to see Creed too. <laughs> so here is Steven.
So Stephen, thank you again for, for being here and for coming on the podcast. So what we like to do with all our guests that come, we kind of like to start from the beginning of your filmmaking experience. Mm -hmm. So for you, when did you first know you wanted to be a storyteller? Like, what was there a certain TV show or film that was like, kind of gave you that aha yeah. moment, yeah. like this is what I should be doing? No, it was Bad Boys. Oh, okay. Yeah, like uh, 94. Uh, it was definitely Bad Boys, Will Smith. <laughs> Why are you laughing? Because it's not like a... It's not like Citizen Kane. Yeah, it's like, exactly. It's like, not so like that at all. Like a lot of filmmakers, oh, I, it all was the this, time. You know, yeah, no, yeah. But it's, it's Fellini, cool. it was yeah. this, it was that. I was like, now nah, it was Bad Boys, Michael Bay. Uh, just to see Martin Lawrence. No, legit. Yeah. Just to see Martin Lawrence. But that's Lawrence a good-ass movie. It is a good it movie. Is. It's a classic, yeah. in my yeah. opinion. Um, <laughs> that's why I laugh. Yeah. It's, it's not. It's not. It's never the answer. Exactly. I go to be like, what movie? You could lie. You could say something like, you know, you know, Dances with Wolves. Or like, I could. I could. Yeah. But I'm just. I'm horrible at that. I'm yeah, horrible yeah. at lying, and mm -hmm. I just feel like I don't know. Um, and then as a kid, because I was a kid when it came out, I was uh, really young. I was like seven or something like that, and. Um, so when the movie dropped, like I bought my first book at like nine, like my own book. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like your birthday and you asked for a gift and it was like You asked for a book? I asked for Will Smith's like uh, uh, like willpower or something. Oh, okay. No, he did. He was did. it like a biography? How come it was. It was oh, nice. yep. um, so I was like a big Will Smith fan. And yeah. so when my mom, my mom had a video camera and I would always like reenact like a lot of his like films, ironically enough. And Bad Boys is one I used to jump on top of the car, have my cousins <laughs> playing. <laughs> And so that's where like the love and passion came from it. Um, just playing around with a camera, but it wasn't until I was about 18 or 19. I played basketball throughout high school. And, oh, me um, too. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah, hey, hey. I was a two guard. Use it too? People uh, don't believe me when I say I was on varsity. Like, that's exciting. Five, five day school, yeah. <laughs> No, definitely. <laughs> like, I didn't, play <laughs> I didn't play. I was in marching band. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's my uh, absolute favorite sport. Yeah. My dad was like all American in like high school and was gonna go to college and play and got to a really bad accident actually. Um, and so like basketball was like the first love. But it wasn't until I got to college, I went a full ride scholarship to college. Um, and then uh, my first year, I took a film course. Mm -hmm. And I was like, yeah, let me take it because it's like an elective in general. So I'm like, when I took the course, I was like, this is what I want to do. I told my mom, I was like, I have no idea how to break into the industry. It's 18 years old. And I was like, but I'm going to go like full throttle. Like, I really love this. I always mm -hmm. did when I was a kid. And mm -hmm. so um, let's see what happens. Mm -hmm. I mean, but we're, we, I'm on a full ride. So yeah. I was. I was wasn't sure how she was gonna take it, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's like, you know, do this, use basketball, but then on the side, study business or yeah. something real, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. real general. It's like, oh yeah, business or communications. Right? But it was film, you know, so I was watching movies in class and stuff like that, but I was bringing everything home. I went, I went to college uh, like 20 minutes away from my home, and so I would bring people in from the city, uh, the theater programs outside the city, um, just stuff like that, just mm -hmm. to, you know, start to collaborate. And then, you know, went to USC grad school after that and saw she wrote and yeah. I ended up here. Did oh. you, do you remember the first thing you ever wrote? Uh, yeah, my <laughs> again. <laughs> what was, was, was it? Was it Bad Boys fan? <laughs> These are great questions. Yeah. So the first, well, the first feature film I ever wrote was called Ladies First. And it okay. was like, what was this about? It was about like, basketball. Oh yeah. It was about a women's basketball team. You know, I was just thinking mm -hmm. about that. Like, what what woman other than love and like what women's basketball 
movies are. There isn't any. They have a they have a I baseball one. Yeah, yeah, I was thinking about that the other day. Oh my god! Okay, tell us about this. I'm actually really interested yeah, yeah. in right. basketball. So, so the movie called Ladies First. Yes. Ladies First. <laughs> <laughs> look, look. There were four girls. Look, man. Five. No, four. It was four, four. girls. They're supposed to. There are other yeah. characters in it, but There's it was four many girls, and uh, they're all in high school. And their goal was to go to college together. Um, to UConn specifically. Okay. I'm a huge Diana Taurasi fan. Mm. Uh, female basketball yeah, player. Yeah. <laughs> <What's> <laughs> like, I'm like, oh yeah. <laughs> no, no, I got no, you. I, I'm gonna break it down. Like I like growing up, like she was like one of my heroes, and she's yeah. like a woman like athlete. So yeah. I was like, you know, she was amazing. She's a beast. She's yeah. like the yeah, she's yeah. my Michael Jordan in women's mm-hmm. basketball. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so yeah, I mean, she had a crazy left hand the whole night. But anyways, it was kind of like loosely off of that. And um, yeah, it was a very long script that I wrote probably my first year in college. Um, so that was my first piece. You should still you should do try, it. You should pursue this. Because mm-hmm. I haven't, I can't think of an, an ensemble basketball, female basketball piece that's been out there. Not ensemble. Yeah, yeah not ensemble. Like I mean, Love and Basketball was just that one and person. That really, and that, it was more of a romance. It was, it was all about love. Yeah. Yeah. Love was first. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. It was like, I'll play for your heart, but remember? I mean, that's like, yeah, but if you think of what basketball movies that we can look, it's just that movie. Yeah. So, I don't know. I would, I, I would think, be down no, for this another. I think you should dust it off and, and look, look at it and yeah. then look at it oh let's, man let's let's explore there, there are that. some amazing actresses that i mean i'm a bit biased because i love yeah basketball. <laughs> no i think i would i would be all even though this is i'm not a sports person i'd be all for it <laughs> that's yeah. Yeah, no, yeah yeah i'm yeah that's you yeah that's dusted we're like we're like bringing Ooh, if like a year them. from now we hear we break the news that ladies first is <laughs> Steven's next feature. Steven's next feature. Starring uh, Viola Davis. The, <laughs> as a head basketball as coach. As coach. As coach. Yes. Oh my gosh. That's a good We're idea. We're casting this. We are casting on the spot. Yes. Oh my this is God. a meeting. Ladies first. That title. Though. That, yes. that, that title. That title makes me immediately think of the Queen Latifah song. And um, then. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. And then. But also. Oh, I like that title. No, I can picture time. merch already. <laughs> merch, I know silhouette of four <laughs> girls with a basketball. Yeah. Yes. So, um, so you you directed uh, this indie called The Land, mm-hmm. and now you have Creed Two, which is this huge multi million dollar studio. A little feature. bit, mm-hmm. a little bit mm-hmm. it's indie. It's, 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 it's a little indie. <laughs> it's a little, but but it's like you're going pretty much like zero to sixty in like you know. Yeah. Five seconds. Mm-hmm. How did this project come to you? And like, did Ryan Coogler and Sylvester Stallone approach you? Or like, mm-hmm. did you and Ryan went y'all? You guys went to school went to USC. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, hit my first year at USC. He's older than me. Mm-hmm. Uh, my first year at USC was his last year. Okay. Uh, we both were a grad program, and um, yeah, it was it was a, a combination of things. Mm-hmm. Ryan was one of them. Okay. Um, there was another producer by Jamie Patrickoff who did some really cool stuff. He did a. Uh, Place Me Out of Pines, uh, Blue Valentine, a lot oh, of Brian Giles nice. and stuff, and Derek Sanfran stuff um, that I met a while ago. And he saw the land and mentioned me because he knew the president at MGM. And then uh, when they came, when they approached me, I was I was on set shooting Grownish. It was a, it's a TV oh, yeah. show spin off of Blackish. Yeah, Yara. Uh, yeah. I met, yeah, Yara. Yeah. Love Yara. I did two. They okay. called me back. I did the finale. Oh, nice. Season oh, one, and I did. Nice. Um, okay, I was going to spoil it. <laughs> Where she chose. Where she chose. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We won't spoil it. Uh, yeah, I won't spoil it. It's been a. Yeah, yeah. Luca's my guy. I'll just say that. Luca is my. I love Luca. That's a great show. Baby Basquiat. Yeah, Baby Basquiat for sure. He's definitely an artist of his own. But I was um, I wasn't expecting Creed 2. 
uh, you know, as soon as the land was finished, I started working on my feature. Um, started writing a script about like this first African-American NASCAR driver. Mm-hmm. Crazy dark story. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I had just finished a script and I was just about to go out into the world. And then uh, I met Kenya Barris and I was like, well, Kenya's mad cool. Like mm-hmm. I love blackish. Mm-hmm. And he was like, man, I'm doing this show. Why don't you just quick direct a quick episode? And people talk like <laughs> you in Hollywood, yeah, but yeah. like, you know, like that yeah. Hollywood talk where it's like, yeah, come in. Do this, and I was like, "Yeah, I'm never gonna. Yeah, exactly. we're never gonna link. Exactly. Let's do lunch. Yeah, <laughs> that's what it was. And it was like we met one time. Yeah. I was like, it's, he's, you know, mm-hmm. he's, he's pulling that thing.' And then when he, had, I was on set, and he was like, no, nah, legit, I want you to like do this.' And I was like, "Oh man, King is definitely a, a man of his word.' Yeah. And he brought me back twice, and was like, "I want you to do both of these episodes if you can." Worked with ABC, and while I was doing that, again, I was about to go. I haven't even sent my script to anyone yet. When I got the call about. You know Creed too, and they're like Ryan spoke about you. This um, mm-hmm. we want you to meet Mike B. Uh, we want you to meet Sly, uh, Tessa. Oh, the whole gang. The whole gang. It was a gang. <laughs> no, it was it was Sly, Tessa, and Mike. Mm-hmm. And I, I already knew Ryan, mm-hmm. and so when I met those guys, it was I was very I was hesitant in jumping into it. To be totally honest, I was like, man, this is Creed too. It's a big opportunity, yeah, but yeah, like yeah. you know, I'm doing a sequel. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's not mm-hmm. like my own. Um, and it wasn't until I met. Sly and Mike B, where they both were kind of like, dude, make it your own. Like, mm-hmm. don't don't sweat it. And mm-hmm. then the uh, Coog had a nice hand in that process with like developing and being like, yo, still put your own stamp on it. Like, you don't have to follow mine. I didn't really follow Rocky, so mm-hmm. do your thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But no, I was just saying like that's a, like I remember when um, Ryan was talking about doing Creed and saying it was kind of like this love letter to his dad. Mm-hmm. It was just very personal to him. Um, so for you, what was it like? What kind of what did that? What did the second one, the sequel, mean to you? Relationships, because that's that was my biggest thing. Like well, I know Ryan pulled from his father. I'm just a Rocky fan, yeah. and then I was like, I, and I love Creed. But um, when it got to me doing a film, I was like, where do we go with this? And they're like, mm-hmm. we're bringing back the Dragos, and I was like, that's cool. Yeah, like that's I have a hand cool. in that. Mm-hmm. That's like awesome. Mm-hmm. But beyond that, that's not why I usually select projects. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? It's either the people, and or um, my personal relation to the the content. And so with this one. I met Tessa Thompson, and then when I met Tessa, I was like, oh, we can go somewhere with this storyline with Tessa and Mike, mm-hmm. and so I really made it about the relationship. I, I got married two years ago now. Oh, Ooh. congratulations. But uh, before <laughs> that, so in that yeah, newlywed phase, <laughs> so it was like, oh, let me even do a story about love and go deeper into it, because the first one was just like a knock on the door, literally open up, boy mm-hmm. meets girl, whereas this one, the growing pains of a relationship, mm-hmm. and so mm-hmm. that really drew me in. So you guys see, like, there's so much hype about like the Dragos yeah. and the trailers, which is really cool. Uh, but there's so much like in the at home drama, you know, that I'm really excited about for people to really check out mm-hmm. because I feel like that's where a lot of the personal stuff in my life went to. There's, I can't spoil it, but there's some yeah. really cool, there's some really <laughs> cool yeah. scenes with them two in it yeah. that I legit pulled from like, you know, my yeah. life. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like so, the so, first <laughs> one, just their relationship. I, I, I loved how, how they met and how and just like their chemistry, just mm-hmm. these two characters and how oh I, I yeah, I love The chemistry is dynamic, yeah. man. I mean it's it's natural, you know what I mean? I remember we so Sly wrote a draft of the script, mm-hmm. um, and when he sent it to me, it was very much he had to structure down pack, like mm-hmm. with the amount of fights and where to go with it. But they were like, we need that that voice. MG was like, we need that extra spin on it. So me and a friend of mine, Joel, uh, we went in on the script and we made that pop, like that relationship yeah. go further. And so mm-hmm. we did a table read with these two, and you, you, everyone felt the chills in the room because like, damn, these two are so good together. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, 
so it's just not fair. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. They look great together. Yeah. It's like the perfect couple. You're like, oh man. And like in the trailer, I mean, it's not spoiling anything unless mm-hmm. you haven't seen the trailer. But you know, she's obviously they have a kid. She's pregnant. Yeah. Yeah. Pregs. yeah. Yeah. So that's an element. I'm excited mm-hmm. to for like the the battle of the legacy. Oh my story, god. Like storyline. Mm-hmm. Like it's so cool that they have the two offsprings going at mm-hmm. it. Like yeah. I think mm-hmm. that's one of the most interesting. Like when yeah, I, when we I first it. read it, yeah. And this, it's like, like I I vividly remember Rocky IV a lot. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that was when I was kind of old enough to, to rec- watch, you know, rec- yep. watch and just saying, oh, my God, Russia versus the U.S. Yeah, and, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. yeah, yeah, we don't even, we so uh, to your point, we tap more into, like, the father legacy and the name mm-hmm. legacy more than the Russia versus America. Yeah. Yeah. That was one big thing. I was like, I do not want yeah. to yeah. tap yeah. into. Yeah, we don't, yeah, don't pull it. Yeah, no, no, but, yeah. I mean, but people think that. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah, like, you would be surprised on how many people mention that, even on the street, like, it's versus us versus Russia. I was like, nah, I was like, we're not jumping into that at all. But it's, it's and, and to Sly's word, he's like, it feels very Shakespearean. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, this dude, where has Drago been for the past few years? Um, you know, he wants to redeem himself. How does he do it through his son? Yeah. You know, and so, like, there's this little dark relationship course, on the yeah. other side of the ring. Mm-hmm. And then you have, you know, obviously Sly and uh, Mike, uh, Adonis and Rocky, who have a personal relationship who's like it's, it's a surrogate father because mm-hmm, Apollo mm-hmm. was never around mm-hmm. and so we really dive into that and they come through their first like headbutt you know because yeah. Rocky I mean Creed 1 you know it was a cancer battle which I'm going to talk about yeah. anymore yeah. Oh, yeah. and then, uh, then Creed 2 um, it's about whether or not he wants to help train his kid to fight someone who barely killed him in the ring yeah. and killed his best yeah. friend so yeah. it gets a little personal um, it's a lot at stake yeah. I would say that like the first one was like Let's fight Conlon. It's your first yeah, big yeah. fight. This is mm-hmm. the second one's like, this dude kills yeah. your pops. <laughs> it's oh like, everyone's high in emotion. <laughs> Just from the get-go, it's like, yeah. you'll feel it. Um, but yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like, cool. you're like stressing, like thinking about it right I'm now. Not stre- mm-hmm. I'm like, but I'm, I'm, I mean, obviously we haven't seen the film yet, uh, yeah. but um, I'm excited for yeah. it. And it's like, because I remember when the first Creed came out, I was... I like watched it multiple times, yeah. mm-hmm. and I was like, "Oh my God, Ryan Coogler!" And this, this kind of this. I mean, I like I said, I wasn't old enough to kind of be familiar with Rocky. Yeah, or like when I was, you know, but like when Rocky Four came out, I was like, but mm-hmm. now we have Creed Two coming out with all these characters coming back, but also kind of mm-hmm. ushering it into this new generation. Yeah, it's it's. I'm excited. Yeah. So yeah. And like the the character, like Apollo Creed, like it's just 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 iconic characters, especially for like the black community and mm-hmm. everything. And so for you, what what was the most important thing to show? I mean, this is this is I feel like fits into this whole like representation mm-hmm. in the film and film. Mm-hmm. So what was the most important thing for you to show to show this legacy and to tell this story? Mm-hmm. No, I think uh, just tapping into that, uh, we we beyond. What's happening on screen is also behind the scenes, right? Obviously, you have uh, people of color. You have Tessa Thompson, myself, Wood Harris, Michael B. Jordan, yeah. Ryan Coogler. Like it's 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 dope. Yeah, you know what I mean. And so like that was that was a big statement for us to like just have that kind of camaraderie amongst each other. You know what I mean? Um, I felt like I didn't see that growing up. You know, I was always curious, like why Spike Lee and John Singleton didn't collab or anything. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, those kind of artists. So I had like that. And so when stepping into the project, I'm like, wow, this is really cool because. You know, you got people like Lena Waithe and Justin Simeon doing it, and I love, like, our generation was really tapping into that. So that's what's happening 
behind the scenes, which I'm really excited about. Then we have like the on camera stuff, which is like, how do we change the narrative up, which was like huge to us. And I felt like Creed stepped into that, though it was like a kid who grew up without a father. How do we start to deviate and start to tell a different story? And so one goes into like, black love ultimately yeah. like it's, it's a whole new light on it uh, I, I can't spoil anything yeah. for you guys but when you see it there are things just, just that just tell it all just tell no, the whole there story. are things that aren't cliche when it yeah. comes to their relationship and, and the steps we get to um, to well, ultimately we go through uh, with these characters that you would typically see in another film you know so there's a bit of taboo in it uh, when you check it out and then um, beyond that just that narrative of like a dude trying to grow and mature into a man and, mm-hmm. and had a responsibility to that so that was like our huge thing like again Drago versus Creed is big it's a yeah. spectacle but I think for us Tessa um, her hearing we go yeah. into that a lot oh, yeah. like there's yeah. so many yeah. like really interesting details and, and avenues within this film that I feel like we haven't obviously pushed during the trailer because people want to see the fireworks. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, but when you watch the piece, I think it, it'll resonate with a lot of folks. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like just the struggles. And that's what usually makes a Rocky movie good. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, can you relate to what's happening outside the ring? And I think we do that a lot. Okay, cool. I mean, that like, that yeah, makes yeah. sense. Like, no, it makes that was our focus yeah. as far as like how to do that and especially with like I said people of color being on screen that's like a huge goal it was certain things we wanted to say because we're like it's authentic there are certain things we didn't want to do because we're like this is cliche yeah. this is what yeah. they think so we had like a nice balance every scene was that conversation for me and Joel, who's one of the writers he's black dude from Alabama super country <laughs> and, then, um, <laughs> and then we had uh, you know Mike and Tessa like every time we stepped on the, uh, on the set it was like let's break really quick take just 20 minutes to figure out what the scene is about mm-hmm. and then beyond that like what do we want to hit what mm-hmm. don't we want to hit mm-hmm. what's new what's not what's fresh what is it and I think it's it's dope yeah. I, I really like it like you're going to see a lot of yeah I like the fact that you said not, not being cliche because I think a lot of a lot of you know people who want to tell the authentic stories you kind of fall into that whole like like, like cliche narrative and mm-hmm. yeah and it's but it, and it's hard not to like not to hit on that you know mm-hmm. because I mean, there's a lot of things about. I mean, it's just it's really hard to like stay authentic without being too. I've, I've noticed a lot of a lot of things that I've been watching. It's like really like in your face type of like, you know, like like stories of the yeah. black, you know, <laughs> yeah. people of color. But sometimes it's just like you guys, this is just really cheesy, mm-hmm. you know. And it's like you don't want to be. And it's no longer authentic. Like, yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Just because it's like it's 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 really. It's it's hard. It's a hard balance yeah. um, because you know being uh, being black. I'm black and Puerto Rican, so I got both oh, sides. Yeah. Um, so just being that, like I know, like I'm very attentive when it comes to like watching material or reading material and saying, okay, we try to hit the mark here or we need to hit the mark here, um, but we miss because we held on to like old jokes or mm-hmm, old mm-hmm. you know uh, ways that we are portrayed on camera. Where there's definitely a new way to tell it without beating you over the head, you know what I mean? Yeah, and exactly. Saying, like, this is- I mean, yeah. I say like Hollywood has been kind of conditioned to these tropes and these things. Yeah. So it's like you just kind of unconscious, subconsciously put them in mm-hmm. your stories. But now I do like how you and like people like Lena mm-hmm. with and even like John M. Chu, they're just mm-hmm. kind of subverting these these narratives. Like with Crazy Rich Asians, you know, they they they're totally saying, look, you know. Asian men can be sexy, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. That was for me. <laughs> I love it. No, but and then just but like, yeah, yeah mm-hmm. they, there's these like different story to, and it's not this story you're telling with Creed. It's just not the end all to a black narrative. It's oh yeah, just one mm-hmm. narrative, and that's like kind of was the I think what Hollywood had a problem with before. It's just like 
this is the lane that black people are in. This is the lane Asian people. Mm-hmm. Are in. These are the lane Latino people. And, are and, in. And, yeah. and then there's the whole youth uh, aspect to it mm-hmm. as well. You know what I mean? For example, would be um, we have Tessa. She's a singer, mm-hmm. and she she has some a few singing bits. I can't oh, wait to check it out mm-hmm. in the film. I liked it in the first. But like yeah, uh, the like musically though, we weren't going. We we're, we're not poppy. You know what I mean? Like I, like FKA Twigs type of vibe. You know? Yeah, exactly. Like yeah. those are like our, you know, our, our, our her vibe that we're like, let's, how do we carry that on and grow from it, but yet not step into the huge commercial thing? Like this is also something that's a bit underground, mm-hmm. a bit uh, niche, you know what I mean? So it's not necessarily like your, you know, Fifty Shades of Grey type of yeah. music you're going to hear over the top of it. It's <laughs> like, it's something a little bit underneath that is a little raw, I would yeah. say. No, you know, it's um, like in the first one, it was strange because like when she said she was a singer, I, I honestly automatically thought I was like, oh, she's gonna be like this R and B, like mm-hmm. like this this like this soul singer. But then when they showed her performing, it was I was like, oh, this is like an FKA Twigs vibe. Exactly, yeah, exactly. Yeah. That was definitely the model um, that they started in. Yeah. Uh, yeah, in the first one, and now in the second one, it's like it's elevated. Which I'm <laughs> yes. So like with Creed two, you are now officially a part of this cinematic institution that started what in like 1976. Yeah, the <laughs> franchise. Yeah, it's insane. Yeah, it's, it's surreal. Yeah. It's surreal. You're a part of the franchise. Yeah, you're a part of this like legacy. So yeah. You, no pressure. No, it's right? a lot. It's a lot of responsibility. Oh, but man. like, and you mentioned this, but like, kind of balancing staying true to that what Sylvester Stallone started, mm-hmm. but also kind of folding in your own voice. How do you, how do, do, that? Yeah, how do you <laughs> even begin to unpack that? Or how do you do? How do you uh, well, we just hit that? a few just yeah. on like, you know, who's on screen, people yeah, of color, yeah. uh, specific scenes and moments. Um, but two big ways to like really, just for anybody out there is about to do a Creed three or something. <laughs> like, um, it's uh, the fight sequences. Mm-hmm. Obviously, how to put your own stamp on that. Yeah. Um, I've kind of always wanted to do a boxing film. Mm-hmm. Didn't think it was gonna be Creed. Uh, but the the style in which we approach this, um, without spoiling the film, we have a few different fights. Uh, Andre Ward is back too. Who's a professional boxer, mm-hmm. uh, and so I was able to do something a little different each time and feel that is different from Rocky and different from Creed. Mm. So there's one way to put the stamp. Uh, second, I got to introduce the Dragos. So when I introduced the Dragos, like, well, reintroduced the Dragos, I was able, I had a lot of freedom in like creating the look and vibe mm-hmm. and tone in which they come into to, to, to Creed's life. Um, so I didn't have to hone in, or the film didn't have to look like Creed one when mm-hmm. stepping into their world, if that makes sense. Um, but beyond that, MGM actually was very open, and um, Ryan and Mike have, have let me do like the whole. Like I feel like there's a few more jokes in this one. Mm. I feel like uh, tonally, um, I, t- I tried to do something a little bit more raw. My first, my favorite Rocky is Rocky One, and I really dug Rocky Two. Actually, um, those are my top two. Um, <laughs> and so, like I. I we emulated the format, but I was able to, like I said, add my own stamp within scenes. Mm. And, and it's not until you see it where you're like, oh damn, this is different from the first one, but the scenes would make it special. Mm. And, in the, in the, and the late characters are, are very layered. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Again, without spoiling, oh but the gosh. characters. I'm expecting there's a lot in this movie. No, it's a lot, man. It's, I mean, it's a sequel, so it's like a sequel. You're expecting like an hour and a half movie. We're good at two hours. Yeah, and we, yeah. we are. I'm, show, I'm showing you the Dragos in full effect. I'm yeah. showing you Tessa. I'm showing you Mike. Like I wanted to hit every single mark. Like you're getting enough of everybody. I'm still an ensemble piece mm-hmm. ultimately at this point. Whereas the first one, you followed Creed yeah. a lot. Mm-hmm. I feel like an ensemble piece I'm, I'm good at. My first feature to land was an ensemble piece. And your upcoming one, Ladies First. 
Oh, that was a horrible question. I know never bring up Ladies first. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to wear a shirt next time. Yes, and we're going uh, to be expecting Every time we, we see you, like, how yeah, ladies are yeah, coming? We're going to be, be coming uh, for you. Ladies. No. <laughs> okay, sorry. And it still exists. What's funny is, like, it's on a floppy disk. Oh, okay. Well, then. It's on a floppy how? disk. We yeah. Know, we can, Actually, you can I, get things off of a yeah. floppy disk. Yeah, right? my okay. first feature, I think. Yeah, somewhere. We can, print it, out <laughs> on a, we can print it out on a dot matrix. Make it, like, That's hilarious. No, you definitely. It's on a floppy disk. I went back home. Uh, after I did my first feature to land and we screened it at, you know, a college in, in the city and the professor I wrote the class and caught up to me, caught up with me and she was like, I got this it. is your script. No, <laughs> legit, like this is a script. I'm like what? And it's on a floppy wow. disk. Um, so yes, it still exists. <laughs> okay, sorry, sorry to mean, I just had to like. No, it's all good. But the ensemble piece, yeah. you're right. Like it, it was, and, and Grownish is an ensemble mm -hmm. piece mm -hmm. and, and I love like having characters intertwine and, and using that as a vehicle to tell a story. And so, this one, I think that makes it really different is the fact that you're getting a piece of everything. I mean, you can look at the all social media pieces now and they're like, each piece is like, this one's about Drago, this one's gonna be about Tessa, this mm -hmm. one's gonna be about Sly, because we hit all those markers mm -hmm. um, oh. in a cool way. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, you'll, you'll see how we- I'm excited. Yeah, no, my brother called me after when the trailer dropped and he was like, Amanda, when are you coming home for Thanksgiving? I was like, why? He's like, because we need to see this movie. And I was like, oh, yes? first of all, you never call me about movies. So oh, like, man. Yeah, so he's super excited, wait. yeah. I want to see it on Crenshaw. Yeah. <laughs> no, because I saw the first one. Any movie that I want, like a, um, like an audible response, like yeah. a reaction from, I can't go to ArcLight. Right? Yeah, I have to you go can. to Crenshaw. Yeah, yeah, of course. No, you yeah. have to. Like it's a total you'll different hear the experience. reactions, like mm -hmm. like right there and then. Yeah. Would, sure. would you see it first at like an ArcLight and then go to Crenshaw? No, because we. Yeah. I feel like we've. Uh, no, I don't need to because <laughs> it's like it's like being at a film festival. It's like all like the movie fans yeah, are there, and exactly. it's like they they damn near got their uh, uh their <laughs> note pens or pads. <laughs> I was like giving yeah, notes. Yeah, yeah. I want someone to sit in a seat and just enjoy the film. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And like Crenshaw, uh, I'm saying Crenshaw, uh, the rave on Crenshaw. Uh, I went there a lot when I was at USC, and so like now it holds a little place to me. But I saw the first Creed there, and I just remember like the chills I get when people are like yelling at the, yeah. the screen. Yeah. You know what I mean? And same with Twilight, they'll tell them. <laughs> I wanted to go see <laughs> Twilight there, and it was crazy. Oh, I would have loved. Oh, God. Which one? Like the very first one. The last one. one. Oh, the yeah. last one was bonkers. No, the last <laughs> one, like the twist of the last one in Crenshaw. What? I've never had that movie experience in my life. If I can I have, do like, the I do reaction. like you went from Creed to Twilight. But no, but for, it's Twilight. But I know we're not going to start doing it. But Twilight on Crenshaw. First of all, it's a title. That's yeah, the next yeah, Twilight yeah. on Crenshaw. Uh, Twilight, Twilight on Crenshaw. <laughs> <laughs> Like to see people stand like up Brooklyn out of their seats. Like during that one, okay. Yeah, during yeah, the one when yeah. the twist, I mean, even I was like, oh, damn, it went that far. Yeah, and then yeah. it was like, twist, and everybody was oh, like, right. oh, and everyone like, just yeah, flopped. Yeah. I've never had a movie experience like that. Oh my God. Yeah, Definitely I'm, see I'm, people I'm dress up. As, yeah, yeah, if yeah. you can. I'm going to go try to watch it on Crenshaw. Yeah. Yeah. No one's going to recognize me, so I'll be walking Not yet. You don't know. Yeah. People they're really not. They're not at all. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so for after this is this is all said and done, what's next for you? I know you have the Emmett Till yeah. miniseries. Mm -hmm. Are you still? Is that still in the no, works? No, it's not in the works anymore. Okay. Oh, boom. We, have to, we have to go uh, knock on HBO's offices. Okay. Like, <laughs> um, no, it's not in the works anymore. As of right now, I'm going back to the thing I was writing before this, and um, a lot of stuff has kind of come my way, and I'm just kind of taking my time. Like I, I this. This project took up uh, basically a year of my life, and, and it, it went like fast. Yeah. And so like I had to stop 
everything and so i wasn't able to breathe mm. yeah but now it's like you all right i have this script let me break this down and write this but then i'm like oh what is this everyone's like you done creed 2 or seen the trailer now yeah yeah so yeah. we'll see what's next we'll see what's next ladies first stop unplug his mic what happened to ryan got like maybe we could do like a marvel or dc superhero bad boys oh bad boys i'm trying to do a series they're doing three they're doing three and they're doing a series but it's like loose it's like based off of it with gabrielle and jessica but they're doing a bad boys three they are maybe i already knocked on i was like what's going on bad boys three well maybe after this movie Maybe. Um, so cool. So we like to kind of wrap up the interview with just like fun questions. Yeah, to, to these are all, all fun questions. I know. What? I know. We just it's a already great over. Love. Yeah, this is, no, no, this is what we do. Um, We're changing the world. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, what was your first job? Very first very job. First oh, my job. very first that job. That you got like an actual paycheck yeah. for. Oh, uh, I worked a lot of jobs. That you were like, who's Uncle jobs. Sam and who, why is he taking okay, all my money? Very first one, oh, I worked at a theater uh, for this nonprofit organization. Oh, okay. Ironically enough, that was my very first one. I was had just turned 14. Um, but yeah, I, I worked many jobs in high school. Famous Footwear, Burger King. I worked oh. at Kmart. Finish Line. You worked at Finish yeah, Line? I like, worked at Cracker Barrel. <laughs> Did you? <Yeah. laughs> you were, but you were like cool when you worked at the shoe store. It's like, I know. Because you got the discount. So you uh-huh. had like Everyone was coming to you. Like, when, now, when the Jordans were about to come out. I was going to say Finish Line is better than Famous yeah, Footwear. Yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It I was is. at Famous Footwear. Finish Line was, it was pretty good. Finish dope. Line, yeah. It was but no, the first one was at a theater. And yeah, I would just clean up the back. Uh, help set up stuff for the stages. Um, so it was like I, a nonprofit was, theater. It was a nonprofit organization. Mm-hmm. It was called Wesum. It's in Cleveland, Ohio, and and it, the whole program was geared towards kids in the inner city who wanted to work. Oh, and so cool. after school, I would go to this place. It was like a uh, work for like an hour and a half, two hours uh, every Monday through Fridays. You get a small paycheck, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Oh snap, this is a paycheck." But it's like a paycheck. Yeah, yeah, I know. Went straight for like, yeah, getting mm-hmm. that paycheck for like, but mine would like seventy five dollars. You see, oh my <laughs> god, man. what am I gonna do with this? I had my, I had my pager. How <laughs> <laughs> you had a? I had a, of course, a, all those. Well, we called it a beeper. I don't know if you. Yeah, yeah we a pager beeper. beeper. Right. And I never, <laughs> I never got one though. Me and my sister shared one. <laughs> <laughs> That's that is, and we'd argue over. Okay, we're not gonna get over. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. <I> was, <laughs> um, so you meant you briefly mentioned this, uh, but rank the first six Rocky movies in order from what you like to. Oh, so rank. The yeah, first one six. being the, your favorite. Oh, what, in order. Yeah. Like, oh, okay. Oh, Rocky one. And two and yeah, one. Rocky one, Rocky two, uh, Rocky four, mm-hmm. Rocky. <laughs> so, Rocky Four, Rocky Six, uh, Rocky Balboa, Balboa, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Rocky Three, and Rocky Five. Okay, nice. that sounds about right. <laughs> yeah, I think that's about right. No, seriously, I think that's yeah, about it's, right. it's a toss-up though between Balboa and um, Three, uh, Five, and Four. Four, four okay, yeah. Because yeah. Um, I mean, I mean, not too many people like Rocky Two. I like Rocky Two because when you really watch, I felt like it was an organic sequel. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you don't mm-hmm. get organic sequels anymore. Yeah, yeah. If, yeah. does that make any sense? Yeah. Like you kind of push a sequel down someone's throat, and it's like off the wall. This one, <laughs> ironically enough, Creed <laughs> 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 <Me> Two. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> 
But dude wakes up in a hospital, I think, after in Rocky yeah. Two, like from the fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like, uh, picks it's like up it was immediately. Like a, yeah, his hair was mad yeah. longer. I ain't gonna talk about continuity. It was mad long. That's I was like, so what's that happening? And I just, I didn't even notice that. I just, I binged like all six of them. He was like, Slaz, I got money now. Bro, no one cares. Right. <laughs> right. Um, okay, so this or that, and this is gonna be uh, the Cleveland edition. So, uh, oh, so Polish boys or pierogies? Oh, uh, Polish boy. Okay. Okay. Um, Browns or Cavs? Cavs. Really? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Huge Cavs. Oh, wait, man. you're a basketball. Um, so this is not the Rocky. Uh, this is this is not no, the Cleveland edition. Um, well, this is a different. So um, Hurricane or Ali? The, the hurricane. The oh, boom. the boxing movie. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, Ali. Oh, my really? God. Oh, yes. What? <laughs> Will Smith was robbed. Yeah. Uh, robbed. Uh, I yeah. loved Hurricane. Even though Hurricane it was, was long good. as hell, I loved it. Ali was long, too. Yeah, they, they both, both were long. They're both really long. Yeah. They yeah. both were active. But yeah. Ali and my Will Smith transformed, man, um, in yeah, my he opinion. Did. Sam Cooke music throughout. It that was, was like, like a that was, that was like a milestone for Will Smith. Yeah, it was. yeah. and Michael Mann did his thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. how he shot it. Mm-hmm. Uh, just, it, but it didn't do too well. No, no it, didn't. it didn't. But he got he got a nomination yeah. for it, right? Yeah, yeah but yeah. he lost to Denzel. Did he? <laughs> and uh, Wait, well, Training Day? No, well, no, 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 no. It wasn't we'll we'll fact check that. Was. Yeah, we'll fact, check that? That? fact <laughs> check that, David. Really? Wait, did he not? I know he left early. Oh, can you fact no. check? Fact check. What if he did though? What's <laughs> well, the real prize? He, he, yeah, I know, right? What do we What do we get? I don't. I don't remember. It's funny. He might. He might have lost to. He might have lost to Will Smith. Russell uh, for what? For Gladiator. for uh, Gladiator. Oh, that makes... Will Smith lost to Russell Brown. Okay. 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 Uh, this yeah. came out in the same year. Seems that's a great yeah. year. Yeah, that is, it a, is great a great year. year. That's a great year. Okay. Um, Sorry. Go ahead. Okay. Wait, Russell Crowe Gladiator. For some reason, I was thinking, okay. 300? I just, yeah, I was I watched Boy Erased the other day, and I was like, looking at Russell Crowe, and I'm like, this is this the same Russell Crowe? <laughs> 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 From 300. From 300? <laughs> That's I hilarious. Thinking, I, I get them confused. Well, they Gerard both have, like, yeah, they both have yep. like, you know, sandals and abs. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> there's a few people I get confused Yeah, 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 yeah. We, we go down that list. There's, there's, there's right. so many people I get confused. There's a lot of people that get confused about it. It was uh, Denzel. It oh, was you Denzel. Were. It was Training Day. Denzel, oh, hey. Denzel for what? We, yeah. Training for, Day. For training day. Oh, so you were right. Yeah, I'm nice. dead. I remember. It was, it Who was else a, was nominated in that? Russell Crowe. Okay. Your prize is Oh, Sean Penn. Yeah. And Tom Wilkinson in the bedroom. Oh, my God. I don't even remember Wow. But that's a tough lineup, That's a tough lineup. But, yeah, Denzel beat Will Smith. Yeah. That's crazy. I mean, Denzel should have got, like, four Oscars by now. But, yeah. Of course. Of course. That was Will's one. Sorry, but yeah. <laughs> well, he, was, he was also nominated for In Pursuit of Happiness, right? Was he? Pursuit of Happiness? Was he? No, he wasn't. He wasn't? I don't think nah. so. I think that's Maybe it was a golden I, I mean, I know he, but. Man, that performance is crazy. I yeah. love that. He was, oh and my I, gosh. Yeah. When he like gets the job and he starts that clap. like <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah. That, that was oh, so. Like, he was nominated he was? Uh-huh. Oh, he was? Oh, my God. Was he also nominated for Hancock? <laughs> <laughs> now you're going down the list. Wild Wild West? Can you double check? <laughs> I actually like Hancock a lot. Hancock was great. I know a lot of people don't like it for some nah, reason. It was like, Hancock, not now, yeah. but it was, I feel like it was ahead of its time. Yeah, totally. yeah. Like, now that you're getting to like grungy esque, yeah, like yeah, super, yeah. like Deadpool is taking over. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, but yeah. I'm like, Hancock, Hancock was, was so much fun. He was a bum on the Wild street. Wild Wild West is a different mm. story. We could, that, that's classic. It's a classic. But then that's the song, Wild Wild West. Okay. For VMA. For VMA. 
<laughs> See, wow, wow, wow. Oh, Men in Black was classic too. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, another my God. classic that Tessa's doing. She's, she's doing, doing the, oh yeah. She's doing, the, she's doing the sequel. So funny. I was watching for Color Girls last night because she, of the, yeah. yeah, because mm-hmm. I'm, uh, the, the playwright died. The playwright died. Yeah. It was on HBO, and I was just watching. I was like, this, this, and it was, it was so intense. I was like, it was like eleven o'clock, and I can't watch. I can't. This can't be the last have you, thing. Have you seen uh, Mississippi Dam? No, that was her first film. Right, oh, there. Her, was that like, her, her first her, one? It was like her breakout film. I, I haven't seen it. That's when I saw it. Years ago in that one, that thing is. Yeah, like, I heard that was. You gotta watch bad. it like during the day. Okay. So. <laughs> yeah. I just remember yeah. Tessa from Veronica Mars. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so our final question that we ask all Go our ahead. guests uh, is there an underrepresented voice in the industry, whether it be an actor, a writer, a producer, a creator? Oh, man. Who's not in the mainstream you wanna give shine to? Uh, all of the above. I know one in each category. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Feel um, free to. Uh, a director, just. Cause uh, there's yeah. an uh, artist named Shaka King. Okay. He did this film called Newlyweeds. That was in Sundance, the same time Fruitvale Station was. Mm-hmm. Right. Cool. Um, super dope director. Mm-hmm. If you don't know who he is, please check him out. He's based out of New York. Um, I admire him. Um, man, like pick his brain. Ramin Barani, but he's huge now. He's he's done like 99 homes and. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> Actor wise, oh, I gotta because <laughs> this is my friend. But no, this kid named Melvin Gregg, he's like a, a social oh, media yeah, star. Oh, yeah, social media guy. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's the thing. He's a social media well, guy, but he, he just was did in American, American Vandal, Vandal yeah, and yeah. killed it. Oh, God, yeah. yeah. Like, he Which, was in Atlanta, too. He was in my film. Okay. <laughs> 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 what's your second season? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you seen it yet? Second, uh, American Vandal. Yeah, not I've watched like the first couple episodes. No, second, if you get past it for me, my home opinion, the first couple episodes, too. It was because about poop, like for the first day. And it's funny, though. <laughs> but the drama doesn't kick in until a little later. That's what I'm clarify. I love that too. Um, but I think he's a really dope actor. Yeah. Besides social media guy. Even when I in- introduce him, I say he's in social media. Like he's an actor. Yeah. Um, so you I should probably stop that. saying like social media. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Well, I, don't like, know they, a, I don't know if they mind. Yeah. yeah an influencer. Yeah. Influencer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, no, he's no, good. No, for I sure. Writer named Shanaka Hodge. She's really great. She's. Just, Wait till you guys hear her st- or watch her stuff. Um, and yeah, female artist out of the Bay Area. Oh. Um, so Shanaka, Shaka King, yeah, Melvin. I think that's writer, yeah. director. Yeah. I don't know Anyone else? <laughs> just spout them off. That's a good lineup, though. Um, um, but Shaka King first in mind because he, he inspired like just going to film festivals and like and, and seeing someone of color mm-hmm. doing it and not doing it in that cliche way mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. like if you haven't seen newlyweeds i think it's still Newly on netflix okay. it's hilarious it's about a couple who are but it's dark at the same time it's a dark comedy about this couple who's suffering as they have like this weed addiction mm-hmm. and it's really strange uh because it's like you you don't really I like the look name. at newlyweeds Newly <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah check it out okay, um cool. cool we will that well was, thank you so much thank you that was fun that was a yeah, pleasure yeah thank you, you. Thank you, thank you, cool. thank you for saying the full name. Stephen <laughs> <laughs> Capel, the junior. the junior. I like that, the junior. Okay. Cool, right. thanks, cool. guys. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.